Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 134 of the Dorksman Podcast. I am Clint. I am not Nate. Still not Nate. All right. Well, and since <laughs> Nate really is here, <laughs> um, we do have a special guest. We'll let him introduce himself. Uh, hey, hey, it's Larry from the STS guys. Uh, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey is right. I, hey, hey. That, that hasn't changed. Uh, if, if, if Hopefully you've all heard this, but Larry was our very first guest on episode three of our podcast. So yeah. uh, it's 20, gone full circle. 2019? Yes. <laughs> o- August of 2019, I think, right? It's been forever. Yeah. We were so awful that Larry needed 131 <laughs> episodes to pass before he finally agreed to come back on. <laughs> Thank you, Larry, for finally breaking down and coming back on. And it was a breakdown because we've been begging and he just would not <laughs> compromise. But finally, finally, we got him. <laughs> not true. <Checked> him. <laughs> anyway, yes, if you guys uh, are not familiar with Larry, you need to be because he is on the STS guys, which has surpassed 200 episodes. Congratulations yeah. again. That's fantastic. Thank you. Along with um, the Totally Rad Movie podcast, which is like the spinoff, I guess, of STS guys, which isn't dead yet, I hear. Exactly. So <laughs> the last um, episode was May of last year, I think. So it's on life support is what you're saying. It's 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 like it's on a ventilator. trickle. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's but it's not done. dead. That's what matters. It's okay. It's, it's still yes. needs to be resuscitated, though. We'll we'll see. We said if we don't do an episode at, by a whole year, which we're getting like a mo- <laughs> we're only like a month ish away, uh, we would call it quits. So we'll, we'll see. I, I guess I need to start pitching movie ideas because I actually like. The I idea have so quite many too. I do too, and it was fun, but it's just like a, a lot's thing? changed. Yeah, and just like mm-hmm. life's changed over the last two years, right? With pandemic and all that, yeah. so yeah. we're just in a different spot now. Doesn't mean uh, we like Scott and I are friends. It's just different now. No, I I understand. Even though you both live in the same state yeah. and nearby, yes. Yes. but still, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Well, I would love to join you again because I've had this fun yeah. both the couple times I've been on. You so have. I, I'm not against that. But anyway, uh, to go along with the STS guys and the Totally Red Movie Podcast, make sure you guys are checking out Cross Streams Media, where there's a whole bunch of fun podcasts. We've had a whole bunch of the fun guests. We've had Bernie from Burn Appetit, and we've had, I think, all of the secondary heroes now. Uh, still working on getting Dwayne from Three Beers and a Mic. You know, there, there's Suicide Fox and his um, uh, typo. It's not typo negative. Um, front row negative podcast. Typo negative. <laughs> well, that's what it's named after. It's typo negative, except they changed uh-huh. it. So um, that's why. And they even, have, they even have a shirt. If you guys check out T Public of typo negative album cover just redone for them. So uh, it, it made sense in my head. I got there. It just took me a minute. I thought it was like a film thing. No, that's that's the movie gap. Okay, so what is their podcast about? I know they talk a lot of wrestling. Um, I'm not sure what else, to be honest. I haven't listened in a while. I haven't listened to anybody's podcast, though, so please do not take that personally. Shame! Including, including our own. I only listen to one just to... Shame! Yeah, I, I, so, yeah, it's it's fair. It's totally fair to shame me for that, but just know it's shame all around. Anyway, uh, Dorksman, at the underscore Dorksman on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on MySpace, but I'm not going to lie. We don't update either one of those, so don't bother. Um, well, oh, uh, cross the stream, not cross the streams, bingo, but there is cross the streams, bingo, but, um, I'm also specifically talking about dorksmanbingo.com that a redirect that Larry himself made for us. It is by the, uh, bingo card that Andrew last week's guest from the toy rewind podcast updates and makes, and he does it for the STS guys. And so many other podcasts. So just another fun addition to keep you engaged and having a good time and laugh when we say stupid stuff. So I would make sure you check that out. I think that is all the housekeeping, but if I miss something, I apologize, and we'll get it back when we, we do our you know, comeback at the end. So, 
Uh, ask the Dorksman. Hashtag Ask the Dorksman. Anytime on Twitter, we'll copy down your question, put it in our queue, and get it ready. So we're just going to dive back in. So this first question comes from our friend Benjamin Sager, who is the same name on Twitter. Do you prefer getting a celebrity's autograph or a photo taken with them? And what's your favorite celebrity autograph photo experience? So uh, as we're getting back into cons, I thought this question was appropriate. And Joey, I'll let you start. I have been to three cons now and have yet to get a autograph or a photo op uh, done. And it's a good question because uh, I have debated which one I'd rather do. Because it gets kind of pricey when you do the combo and you have to do the the, the picture and, and the autograph. And yeah. they are pretty strict with security on if you're at a table getting an autograph and somebody's trying to take a picture of you doing it, they'll, they'll come quick to you and shut you down if you've got a... <laughs> camera phone out and you're trying to take pictures of, of, of stuff so I know it's difficult to, to even pull that off um, and, and I've thought about it a bunch I, I've thought about like who I would actually be willing to you know to pay for and, and to go see you know and and have that done it'd probably be I, I would love to get you and McGregor um, oh yeah for yeah. for Obi-Wan um, he's, he's one of my favorite Star Wars characters um, so that would be definitely uh, high on my list. So thinking about it, I, I would probably get the picture because to me that's more personal because it's it's you and them together, um, and you're able to you know to hold on to that or whatever. And I mean, an autograph is great, and I think if you could somehow get a picture of you getting the autograph from them, um, that would be fine. I would probably lean towards the autograph, even if it wasn't just a staged picture, even if it was just somebody off in the background, you know, snapping a quick pic of yeah. you at the table just you know just for confirmation that that did happen um but i think without that option i think i'd have to go with the the photo op okay yeah i think it's fair um larry you got answer i know you knew had a couple so you might have a good one here yeah i i've done a couple i've done more recently than kind of ever before right so i've been to more than three cons uh, i have no idea how many um brag yeah, uh, yeah, uh, no big deal. <laughs> con, con veteran, parent. Um, yeah. So, I, so t- one point real quick before I get into like my experience, I think that like um, I, I think one of the interesting things is like photographs like weren't such a big deal pre social media and pre smartphones. Mm. You know, sure. when you couldn't, when, when everyone didn't have a phone in their pocket, like, and there was nowhere to share it, like. I probably would 100% chose an autograph all day long because then I'd have like something to show for it more so than a picture of just me. Plus, there's like the value value piece too, right? If you get an autograph and it's certified and all that, and you don't want it later on, you could always sell it, like mm-hmm. the signature. Whereas if it's just a photo and me and some dude, nobody wants that except for me. So um, there's there's the value piece too. Uh, for me though, like it, I think it depends on the person. Um, I, I think I'm with Joey though. I'd probably rather get. A, a picture with somebody if it's that special kind of somebody mm-hmm. um i was thinking too like cast items like if you were able to like meet an entire cast of a show or movie or something mm. then i'd probably want a signature or signatures because then like you have something cool to kind of display right. um i that's almost to me better than just me standing with a group of people especially if they're old now and they don't look the same so um like i think ewan mcgregor was a great choice he's a really cool dude uh i think the best one that i've done uh probably hands down is uh, a couple years ago uh we drove up to las vegas comic-con uh to meet stan lee um, so that right those that, that was pretty cool uh and it was fun to go to a con that was in a different state that was like one of the first times i had done that um 
I mean, that, that we ended up doing like the VIP for, so I got an autograph and a picture, which was cool. But if I had to choose just one, like it's really cool to have a picture with him, especially because he's older and he's since passed away and all that stuff too. So um, I think to me, the photos, it has to be somebody special, not just like a run of the mill, anybody person who's at a con every weekend. Like, so I went to uh, uh, Alamo Hero Con in Austin, Texas. A couple wait, 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 ago. there's a the Alamo Hero, but it wasn't in San Antonio. <laughs> I know. Yes, it's done. They, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, somebody else brought that up to me when I talked about it on our podcast, too. I don't know. I didn't name it. I just went no, to no, it. I, I, that, that wasn't a knock on you, obviously. I know. It's a name It is. It was in. It was definitely in Austin, not in San Antonio, or the home of the Alamo, but whatever. But uh, Katie Sackoff, the armorer from The Mandalorian, was there. Um, and that was cool. But, like, I didn't I, – I, I got an autograph signed on a pop. Um, I, I am, I'm a fan of signed pops, too. Um, and – like, I didn't even think about getting a photograph with her. Number one, she wears a mask in the show. Number two, oh, like, it just yeah. wasn't, like, she's not, like, you know, she's not, like, my favorite person in the world. But I was happy to go home with an autograph, pop, throw it up on my on my shelf so I can look at every once in a while. So, I thought Katie played depends. Bo Crease, the, she doesn't play the armorer, does she? Uh, I said Katie Sackhoff. I meant Emily Swallow. Oh, there you go. Okay, I was about I to say, I was I like. Meant. Well done, Joey. Uh, you are one hundred percent right. Katie Sackhoff is coming to Fan Expo Dallas, I think. Um, there's there's a lot of man. When is that? When is that coming stuff. back? By the way, uh, I believe it's like middle of June. Uh, if you go, I may end up meeting you out there because I've, I've been thinking about going back to, to Dallas Fan Expo for, for a day. I remember you went because um, we talked about maybe meeting up last year because I, I did go last year for the first time. Um, it was cool. And I know Jeremy's going for sure, and probably Scott, because Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes and the rest of the Clerks cast are going to mm. be there. So Jeremy's already got his like VIP stuff. And kind of speaking about cool photo ops, right? Like that's one where uh, uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes are going to wear their uh, Jay and Silent Bob clothes. Um, it's mm. it's regular people clothes for the most part, right? right but it's but... going to be like in character photo op, which again, kind of cool rather than me just wearing like a polo shirt. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I actually had my ticket for the one last year, and then just some things kind of fell apart at the last minute, and I had to end up bailing. But, yeah, yeah we'll have to talk offline a little bit about that. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. What about you, you Clint? Want, you guys don't want to make the whole plan? While you're sitting there <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't want to bore President Obama and Ryan Gosling as they're listening to the podcast. <laughs> right, right. Fair enough, fair enough. So I, I, I'm in the Joey boat, as in I've been to three cons myself, and um, I have yet to actually find somebody that I'm willing to not only pay for, but willing to wait in line and miss part of the con for, yeah. for that thing. So um, I haven't done that, but my example is actually going to be with uh, Funko CEO, Brian Mariotti. When I saw him at fun days in 2019, I was more excited to get a picture with him than I was to get him to sign anything. Cause I got a picture with him, but didn't yeah. get anything signed. So, um, and same thing, same thing with Mike over at uh, Emerald City Comic Con. Like I was excited to get in the booth and get a photo with him in the pop stand versus getting something signed. And that's just me. You know, it's fun to meet him and talk to him and everything else. And um, yeah. the thing with a signature, you know, getting it's almost one of those things that you have to make sure to sit there and watch them sign it and take it away because it's always like, did they really sign this? Did somebody make <laughs> it up? You know, kind of thing. If you send it away and sent back or whatever the case is. Now, I'm not saying places aren't have integrity or whatever it's just you know it's just another thought to go along with it so personally i'm more of a photo guy just to say just look back at that and say oh yeah that was cool and i met brian he was a really nice guy versus 
you know, I have the signed. I mean, don't get me wrong, signed's cool too. And I, I, I do have a couple. No, I have one pop signed coincidentally by Kevin Smith. But it, you know, it, uh, that's it. So I, I'm more of the photo and fun thing because at the end of the day, they're they're real people. You just don't get a lot of chance to actually see people. I'm doing it more. Um, I, I won't say it was. It wasn't like a planned thing like some of these other photos. Like Stanley's a great example. Like Stanley is somebody that hands down question. I'd get a photo with over a signature, but um, I don't know. I'd go this. I'd go the photo route, but that's just me. But you brought up some really good points, Larry, about social media, and not even, I didn't even think about that part of it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's definitely different now. I mean, you can yeah. still sh- share a photo of your autograph, you know, whether it's a pop or a picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, I feel like it's 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 better to share a picture of you next to the person, right? That is why it's you and Mike Becker, you and Brian right. Mariotti. Yeah. Well, that, I like it more than it's, it's you know unscripted and not planned. It was just kind of it happened, and that's great, you know. Um, yeah, I feel yeah. the same way about a signature, like. I didn't need to ask her for a signature. I met him. You know, if I wanted their yeah. signature, I bet I could get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. or next time, if, yeah, if you exactly. happen to run so. into him, right? Like, well, yeah, you same. know, I, I probably could even send them something to Funko and ask them to sign it, and they probably would. But I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. we probably could. Anyway, that's the question. Um, ben, Good. thank you for asking. By the way, shout out to to Ben and Sim Shu. We've been playing some uh, some Super Mario Party and streaming that. Nice. And- yeah, it's been fun. I yeah, uh, I'm glad. I I, I got to get my use out of these games because they're not cheap. You know, so. <laughs> Happy to do that. Anyway, uh, our next question comes from the man himself, Mr. Night Bodega on Twitter, a.k.a. Manny. He asks, Homer Simpson considers Flanders this his annoying neighbor. Have you had an annoying neighbor or has anyone considered you as the annoying neighbor? All right, Joey, let's hear it. So I had a neighbor threaten to cut me before. So I'm thinking that probably could go down on the list as a horrible neighbor to have. I would I would put that down. Uh, Yeah. So he was like this. Oh, it was it was when uh, my wife and I first got married. It wasn't the first place we lived in. We lived in a rent house uh, for a couple of months, like right after we got married, um, and then moved into a trailer, which was part of a trailer parks. And so there were several of them and it was, it wasn't like one of these sketchy ones. So it's not thinking, Oh, well, you know, it kind of comes with the territory, you know, like the, the guy that ran it was a, you know, a really good person. And, you know, they kind of vetted people that came in, but it was a guy that he must've been there for a while because he had like the corner lot, like right there when you first turn in and he was older, older man, probably in his seventies or something like that. Mm. And one day he was talking to somebody had pulled up to his house and we were trying to go down the main driveway that leads to all the different trailers. And I made the mistake, uh, apparently it was a mistake, of slightly driving into his yard with like two wheels. You know, not even like it was like the whole vehicle went into it. It was like I went in like two feet into his yard to get around the person that he was stopped and talked to. And he went ballistic like started threatening me, started threatening my mom who randomly was not with me. So I'm not quite sure where that random threat came from. And he <laughs> took out a pocket knife and was like wielding it, like talking about he'd cut me open and stuff like that. I'm like, something is seriously wrong with this man that he got that offended by the fact that somebody drove into his yard. It's not even like I rutted it up. Like it was perfectly dry. Like there's no marks left behind. I just happened to drive in it <laughs> yeah. to get around his guest that was staying. And even the person that he was stopped talking to was like, I don't know what's going on with him, but I'd get away from him if I was you because he is, he, he he will do it. I was like, okay. So yeah, I'd probably say that was probably our worst neighbor. I mean, we've had neighbors before that are just like 
you know, they don't think when they're doing stuff. Like the one, like at the place we just moved into just now, they drained their um, above ground pool. Like when we first moved in and mm. we lived downhill from them. So all oh, that water yeah. just came into oh, our yard yeah. and flooded yeah. our yard. And they oh. <laughs> uh, moved a little portable shed into their yard one time and it drove into, speaking of driving into people's yards and actually making ruts and like drove into our yard and rutted it up you know, putting the trailer in and stuff like that. I mean, there's that stuff, but other, you know, other than those, you know, just, I think being threatened to be cut open was probably the worst one that I, I would probably, I, I, he'd probably go on the top of the list. I'd say. I, I it's going to be hard to top that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's pretty annoying. <laughs> so. Like, I don't want to be gutted like a fish because I drove into your yard. So. Right. And, and didn't ruin on. anything. Right. And no. I mean, uh, it's crazy. All right, Larry, good luck. <laughs> yeah, so no one's threatened me. Uh, I haven't threatened anyone. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like, I haven't had any crazy neighbors. So, uh, right, our, our house in Austin, where we've been for, like, the last two years, I don't know any of my neighbors. Uh, see, <laughs> I've never talked to any. To, there's really only two, right, uh, mm. on the sides of us. There's nobody behind us. Never talked out of the room. The, uh, our Arizona house, before we moved here, uh, I saw the neighbor twice. Uh, we only had one right next to us because we were on the end. Uh, saw the dude the day we got the keys, um, and then we saw him the day we were moving out. Oh, geez. perfect only, neighbor! Yeah, that's a perfect are, neighbor. Those are the <laughs> only two days we saw them outside, not getting into their car, not like out walking the dog, not nothing. I saw them two days, first day, last day. It was so weird. That's um, very wow. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it was crazy. So uh, other than that, like I feel like the only annoying neighbor piece that I have is uh our dogs go outside and bark a lot oh um, they like to run around and chase because there's especially this house there's no, nobody behind us so mm-hmm. there's like a walking trail so if somebody walks by they like to go outside and bark so yeah. i feel if anything uh people could be annoyed at me because my dogs bark a lot not a whole lot but enough where you know like yeah, middle of the day, they're running yeah. around they I like to run it. around a little bit so they run around for a minute or two before i bring them inside well and, and, and if they get annoyed it. you gotta be all they're just saying hi that's what dogs do exactly they're, they're not they're, they're not like mad to, no, yeah. They like to be outside and, and run around and chase things like it, it happens. So. Well, I'm glad I'm glad to hear you're a good neighbor. I I think I'm at least decent. Like I'm I'm we're the quiet people who I don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> like but that, that, I, I mean, but, really but you're not a bad neighbor for doing that. No, you know what exactly. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be bad if you were like knocking on the door at midnight and say, hey, let's go get drunk. You know, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a bad neighbor. No, no, no um, playing music at 2 a.m. Right. That, none of that stuff. Right. So this is a tough question for me, too, because I'm kind of in the same boat. So I'm trying to think back just anything. The most annoying thing I think about is in college, and this isn't even me, my roommate, who I'm still friends with, who I, who I really appreciate and really like, liked to listen to his music loud, uses a lot of bass. And I know that kind of pissed off some of the other neighbors because, of course, in college, you're in a small apartment. So um, that, I'm sure, was annoying neighbor style. But eventually, the neighbors above us got really annoying. Um they, uh, <laughs> the guy above us, we still don't know the full story, but the guy above us was high on meth and pulled out all his plumbing because he wanted to cool oh, down nice. and the shower wasn't working well, well enough. So <laughs> literally pulled out his plumbing, which of course being the level below them, we got flooded out. Like we got kicked out of our apartment for wow. weeks and everything like yeah, that's annoying, you know? And, uh, yeah. um, yeah, I, I, there's a whole average story with that. So I've had annoying neighbors. Um, uh, I'm trying to think now I have a feeling we might be kind of the annoying neighbors, just because we don't, we, we're kind of like Larry in the sense that, you know, we kind of keep to ourselves. And when we first moved into our neighborhood, now it was brand new development. So we knew everybody. But since then, a lot of people moved out. People sure. have kids. Um, there was a pandemic. So those things have really exactly. slowed down some of the interaction. But I think some of them still do and, and don't 
don't really invite us because we just aren't around or you know out and about so uh that might be annoying i do get a little annoyed <laughs> this is gonna sound really stupid i get really annoyed at my next door neighbors because they're always uh grilling smoking meat it smells delicious in my house <laughs> You know, uh, and that's a good thing, except it makes me hungry and I'm not getting any of that. So I that's what I'm saying. You don't get invited over. Yeah. No. It's fine so, if they uh, Maybe you are the annoying right. neighbor. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I probably, I'm not going to lie there. I'm, our neighbors are fine. We've only interacted with them a few times, but I probably could walk over there and be all, so, uh, you got any extra? And they'd be, oh, yeah, come on in. You know, they'd probably be the nicest yeah. people in the world. I'm not saying they wouldn't be, but, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, my thoughts on that. Uh, anyway, Manny, excellent question as always. Um, we appreciate all the Ask the Dorksman questions. Make sure you keep them coming. Hashtag Ask the Dorksman on Twitter. You can put them anywhere else, but I'm not going to lie. We're probably not going to see them unless it's on Twitter. So please keep them coming. All right. So we are 20 minutes in. And the reason I wanted to ask the Homer Simpson slash Flanders question specifically is we are talking about Matt Groening and all his creations we'll say that's uh today's fun topic so i hope uh i hope you understand why larry's here because larry is obviously a giant simpsons fan hey um yeah shock i know right so i know we've had todd on before to talk talk about it and uh and we've talked about simpsons with somebody else too i can't remember who that was or was it just us joey it might have been just the, just the four of us when mm-hmm. ryan was still on and nate but i remember we had another simpsons based episode gotcha. i think so when they were Pulling close to some milestone like episode 300 or something. 300. <laughs> we were like in middle school when that happened. <laughs> okay, 3,000. That's closer. <laughs> anyway, uh, the point is, we did, uh, we, we, this is going to be more, we definitely want to talk about the other Matt Groening things um, with successes and failures. So uh, I'm going to, in one way, we're going to guide that discussion. I tried to warn him he was having audio issues. He he was. I I, <laughs> I, I saw it too. Um, nope. I so I hope we're still him. recording. Um, so maybe says, he'll jump back on. It says live in the top left, yeah. but yeah, I think he's going to have to disconnect. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see if he can just jump right back in. So I'm going to go ahead and, and keep going. So yes. this is going to be another one of our Mount Rushmore episodes where we talk about our top four favorite characters that uh, have been in that universe. So I guess we would consider Simpsons, Futurama, and Disenchantment um, in that list. I can't really think of any other shows that he was really famous for. No, those are the big three. That's, yeah. that's it. Oh. So so uh, Clint has deleted himself, but we are still going. Um, and what kind of brought this about was the uh, announcement by Hulu. Um, I think it was Hulu that's going to be renewing uh, Futurama uh, for at least another season. Hopefully more than that. Uh, and then there was the whole uh, Bendergate that came up <laughs> as a result of that. Because uh, John DiMaggio was, was very public about his uh, holdout on his contract um, that he was negotiating. And there was a lot of stuff that came out about voice actors and how they felt uh, slighted uh, a lot about how they were paid compared to on-camera talent. That's cool. Uh, I mean, good, good for him. Cause that got resolved, right? Like he's, he's back for the, for the reboot of the reboot. Yes. He, he finally settled in on, I, I guess what he thought, and I'm not trying to say it like he thought he was worth. Um, look, you, you're an artist, basically. 
um, when you're an yeah. actor. And, you know, we had this discussion the other day offline with some with some other people. I think Julie was one of the ones we were talking to about it. You, if you're an artist, whatever you want to charge for your art, that is 100% on you. Yeah. Whether somebody is willing to pay that or not, that's that's a different story. But, you know, an artist should not feel like they have to, um, you know, relegate their worth based on what somebody else says. If you want to set X amount as how much you will need to, you know, be paid to come on and voice this this character, then then that's up to you. You know what I'm saying? And he did mention a little bit about he was trying to do it for the others, although apparently he was the last one. Um, that was kind of yeah. the last holdout. Everybody else had kind of um, uh, signed off already on on whatever their their rate was. And I, I don't know how that works. I know some shows the cast negotiates, or at least the main cast negotiates together. I know the Friends cast was pretty famous for doing That's that. That's the first one I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah that they negotiated together. Um, yeah. I don't know a lot of voice acting casts. Like if they do that, obviously they did not because because Dimaggio yeah. was was a holdout. So, but anyway, that's kind of what brought us to this thinking about the Simpsons and Futurama and just just Matt in general and all the stuff that he's done. And we luckily did get Clint. We allowed him to come back on. So Larry and I are done <laughs> filling the gap. So we're ready to jump in now, Clint. We kind of introduced why we were doing our Mount Rushmore because of Futurama being renewed and talked about Bendergate for a little while. And we are awesome. ready to jump in. Are, are, are you ready to go now? I am. I have power to my laptop, which apparently was, I thought it was plugged in. Apparently it wasn't. <laughs> and I got no warning whatsoever that it wasn't. So I apologize Oops. for that. But uh, especially since it was like mid-sentence, I'm sure it's hilarious. I would leave it in there, so it won't be an outtake. But anyway, yes, so uh, I'm excited to talk about Graining because I've been a big fan forever. So do you think, Joey, do you think the best way to do it is just start talking our, uh, our Mount Rushmore and then we can kind of tangent it from there? Yeah, that usually ends up working out. So uh, I know we usually let our guests go last, so we'll, we'll save Larry's for, for last if that's okay with him. Or if you want to yeah. go first, you can go first. I no, you can go ahead. You're you a friend. Do whatever you want. We don't care. We're, we're right back here. So, uh... So I was talking to Clint offline about this earlier that I found it difficult to pick because it's been so long since I've watched The Simpsons. Like I used to watch religiously when it came. Like I'm a fan since the Tracy Ullman show. Like that's where I first got introduced to The Simpsons was through Tracy Ullman when it was a little short that they used to play during the episodes and and big fan of it all the way (laughs) through yeah through the 80s and the 90s and all that stuff. And then once we got into kind of like the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, and beyond seasons. Like, I didn't really watch a lot. Every now and then I'd watch, like, the Treehouse of Horror episodes and stuff like that. Right. Uh, but really wasn't, like, a super fan to keep to keep watching, although the, the originals ones are classics. But I did just finish a Futurama rewatch, like, just nice. finished up the last episode, like, last week. So it was very difficult. I was very biased towards who who would be on my Mount Rushmore because I had just finished Futurama. So I, I tried, to, tried to split it. Um, and actually, there are no disenchantment characters on there because I tried watching that show and I could not get through even the first season like and that was twice so it's not like I tried it and just gave up I tried it once couldn't do it came back and I was like look I'm gonna power through like at least three episodes to try to see if it gets better at that it did not to me get any better and then I was like well maybe the second season maybe if I power through and a lot of people said no the second season's worse than the first I'm like okay I'm out (laughs) so I stopped watching that it is I've gotten through the first is there Two or three. They just released. I think the third one, one just came out. Yeah, a third so. season just released. Yeah. So I need, I actually want to go back and watch it. I I enjoy it. It's just it's not the same. And the problem is, you put Matt Groening's name on something, you're expecting something. You know, so because of the Simpsons, because of Futurama, because of other things, and this one. Right. Like, so to me, it felt like 
instead of like a Treehouse of Horrors episode, it was like a D and D episode of The Simpsons, like that they tried doing. Which there is a D and D version of Futurama. I don't know mm-hmm. about The Simpsons, but there's a D and D version of Futurama, and it felt like he just, yeah, I'm just gonna do like a whole series on just like, you know, like mythic quests and 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 fantasy, and and I was like, mm, it didn't, it just didn't work out for me. Like I just didn't. No, I understood. It. Well, the humor is different too. If it was The Simpsons humor. In it, it would. I think it 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 would have met some more expectations, but it's definitely not. Um, I have rewatched this first season more than once, surprisingly, and you find new things in there. So, I don't know. I, I'm going. Oh, I was going to say, and it's difficult too. Like if you're a creator of shows like that, and The Simpsons mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's 700 something episodes. You know, right? We're talking about 300 being low. It was very low. Um, but I mean, that's you. You think about the the catalog of characters. And their personalities and their character traits that you've developed for that show. And then you add in Futurama, which had several hundred episodes as well. So it's difficult to come up with almost original character ideas for these people and not either be repetitive and a similar character from the show or just be like, okay, I'm out of ideas. Like, what's this person going to be? Oh, they're going to be a little black demon and, you know, or a little talking elfo or whatever their name is you know what i'm saying yeah no. so you know it's, it's difficult to keep going i guess with another series on top of that but yeah no absolutely agreed agreed so, so yeah. what i did was i broke it up between the simpsons and futurama i did a major character that i liked for each one and then kind of a minor character that i liked for each one for for the simpsons i went with lisa as the major character Really? Um, yeah, I'll explain why in a second. Mm-hmm. And then I went minor groundskeeper Willie. The minor <laughs> character was actually the difficult <laughs> one for me to come up with because I think there's so many great minor characters in The Simpsons that it was very difficult. Like I almost went with two minor characters just for that one. And then for Futurama, I went with the major character, I went with Bender, uh, which is a classic. Yeah. Obviously, can't go yeah. wrong with that one. And then for the minor character, I went with Calculon. Um, I just love the the horrible, overacting Will Shatner type character that Calculon is. You know, well, he's he's got like no ethics whatsoever, and uh, yeah, I, I I it's hard to argue that one. Yeah, this is like a combination of like the overacting Will Shatner, the the over the top soap opera type of you know scenes that he usually does and then just like clint said he's just like this guy that's very hollywood conceited and just like thinks the world revolves around him type of stuff and i just i just love that my my second one for that one almost went with and i had typed it out and then changed it was the robot devil and i just i just thought calculon just was a a a more like staple of future than robot devil was so yeah he shows up more for sure yeah but i definitely love just the I'm not going to say Bender evolved over time. I just think that every now and then there'd be an episode where they'd kind of show a glance of his, I guess, quote unquote, robot humanity, where they would show him being upset over certain things that happened, whether it was the episode where he adopted all the kids and, you know, they (laughs) gave him the artwork and he back, you know, put it up like on the inside of his uh, chest, like it's, you know, like a refrigerator, you know, or times he would get upset, you know, with Fry growing up quote unquote, or, or leaving him for Leela mm-hmm. to, to have a life with her or whatever. So I, I just like that little, biz, uh, you know, just 100% him only thinking about him all the time, 100% Bender all the time. And I just, I just love those little hints that they would give you that he had this, 
you know this underlying character trait that was that was pretty pretty um, redeemable and, and emotional and stuff. So I like that. But getting back to the Simpsons stuff, yes. so groundskeeper <laughs> Willie, I just I, I just yeah. like you you can't get canceled for making fun of Scottish people, right? That's like that's, that's something that's like one of those that's acceptable, right? Like you can make fun of Scottish yeah. people, and it's just like that's okay. I just, I just love like the way they they put him in every now and then to a scene. It's just like that comic relief, although it is a comedy where it's just like it's just like his absurdity, you know, that they throw in there that I just love, you know, especially like some of the Treehouse of Horror episodes that yeah. he's in, like yeah. the shinning and stuff yeah. like that. It's just like, <laughs> he's a, <laughs> do not touch Willie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then uh, it was between him, Sideshow Bob, which I think is some of the better episodes, the ones where he's trying to kill Bart. Um, and then I was also uh, toying with the idea of Troy McClure just because I love Phil Hartman oh, so much. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I almost put them there. But but as far as Lisa, the reason I put Lisa is, you know, it's the same thing like when we talked about Ninja Turtles and which one I would be. It would be Donatello. You know, just growing up as a kid and, and still today, I'm not even going to try to act like I've grown out of it. I'm just kind of like that that dork, that nerd, that geek that likes that kind of stuff and has always been the intellectual type and stuff like that. So usually I kind of gravitate towards those characters when we're watching shows about, about people like that so when it came to the simpsons that's kind of the character that i gravitated towards and she was always kind of the level-headed one of the family even though she wasn't the parent she's the one that usually said and did the most sensible things out of everybody even out of uh uh marge um so that's 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 my four that's my mount rushmore wow like at least it does surprise me but i'm glad you explained it but the other ones definitely definitely yeah. do not um interesting larry do you want to go next uh sure Quinn's probably still thinking even though we've had this idea for like four months now he still hadn't figured out you know what i want to hear his before because i I, I, i'm not gonna lie i'm teetering it's important right you got it once you say it out loud it's on the record it's 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 written right so oh yeah dude i can i can go um so real quick uh i so simpsons wise right uh I, I remember watching season one. I don't remember Tracy Ullman. I, I didn't see any of the shorts or anything, but I, I do remember being a fan early on in season one, if not that first episode. Uh, like my parents helped me record all of the episodes on VHS. Oh, nice. And I had stacks and stacks of VHS that I'd watch over and over and over and over again for the longest time, right? Pre-DVD days and all that stuff. So right, right, like yeah. I, I, those early episodes I've seen a million times. Uh, kind of like Joey said, like at some point you you know everybody kind of stopped watching um but during but somehow the- it's still on and it's still yeah. i mean they're it's, still renewing it's, it it's kind of crazy that it's yeah. still on like, i don't know who's watching it because everyone i talked I to was like yeah i mean I'll, I'll catch it once in a while and leave it on and laugh because yeah. i mean it's still funny it's not you know what the simpsons did a whole episode about this when they did itchy and scratchy and then they tried to redo it with poochie and they're like well it's yeah. still great Ooh. as ever but we're just not watching it because we've seen it all kind yeah. of thing yeah simpsons did it yeah no that's that's true and like to that point one day it's going to it's going to end and i'm going to be sad yes i do and so is a lot of other people even though we're not actively watching it and right maybe you haven't caught any episode in the last like 10 years but when that day comes when they're like all right this is it it's going to be a sad day um so like i uh fun fact like when the, the pandemic hit and my son was home from school and right doing remote learning and all that and we had lunch together and all that great stuff and we needed we started watching uh tv on my phone um we started watching the simpsons so uh like it's been it's been two years we are currently on uh season 28 oh wow Uh, yeah yeah 
We're on season 28. So I, I've actually seen every episode up to 28. Uh, they're on season 33 right now. So we're, we're getting fairly close to the end. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's seasons out there that I, I've never seen any episode. There's some good, uh, or let me rephrase that. There's a few good ones, mm-hmm. um, some okay ones. And there's a handful of ones that just aren't very good uh, too. So like it's, it's a mix, but um, there's very few where I'm like, oh, this episode's really bad. I can't wait for it to be over. Um, and there's just very few that are like gems and really funny throughout the entire episode. Yeah. Um, so sometimes there's a good joke or two in there, but uh, for the most part, so far through season 28, most of them are watchable. So wow, that's if you ever, I'm yeah, it's it's been it's uh, it's it's been fun. It's taken the better part of two years uh, at lunches when it's just me and him. Right. If mm. if if his his mom's there, too, it's it's family and we don't watch TV. Sure, sure. But if it's just the two of us, we, we usually watch a Simpsons episode and. Uh, eat our lunch it, so, was, it was one of the fun things of the pandemic right how's ian liking it then i'm curious uh, he likes it he wants to watch it he's he's right we're i don't know how many episodes in hundreds at this point right um but he he likes it he doesn't really like he he comes at it from like a different perspective than we right. really, where like the classic episodes are you know what like season four to uh, nine or ten mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't get that whole perspective like we do right um he just thinks they're you know all probably equally as good and um, it's it's just the Simpsons to him, where it's not like the good Simpsons to us versus the new Simpsons. So. Sure, sure, I'm sure. Right, right, that's how it'd be for any kids. Right, that's why I was interested to hear what he thought. Like, if you yeah. think, and I, I mean, the other problem with the show that old is when you watch those original episodes, you know, things that were happening then are not even relatable now. No. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, you know, we have cell phones now. I'm sure there's tele. You can't crank call somebody like Bart can yeah. to yes. most anymore. That's not a yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, or you can't, yeah. well, maybe, I don't know. But anyway, my point is they don't do it anymore because it's outdated. So it's really, it'd be really interesting to hear, what, you know, a younger person's thoughts on things like that, that, you yeah. know, again, yeah. they can't even relate to. No, that's true. I mean, at some point they get cell phones, right? They right. They, they go to the Maple store instead of the Apple store. And right, they, right. There's, there's all those jokes. But yeah, like for a big chunk of it, no, there's no internet, no no technology. None, none of the stuff <laughs> they have that, internet on computers now. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> like it, all the stuff that consumes our lives was it relevant in 1990. Right. So, I, But I, I'm glad your son is enjoying it. I hope Yeah. Uh, Thanks, man. It's, it's, a lot of it. it's been good. I'm going to be happy to be able to say that I finished and that I'm caught up and I've seen it, you know, at some point, like when it does end, I, I fully expect to be able to say I've seen every Simpsons episode, which is, which is well, cool. and you know, that's another thing I wanted to kind of bring up is it's interesting because before there was streaming uh, and you talked about the VHS and everything, yeah. I get that, but yeah. Simpsons used to be on syndication everywhere. It did, like I yeah. feel like you could turn on a TV channel and it'd be on somewhere. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh. And like, remember FX, I think it was FX yep. or FX yeah. did the marathons and stuff that every yeah. since ever. And they just played it for a week straight. And yeah, I feel like, I feel like that same channel when they weren't doing the marathons always had it on anyhow. Right. So it was, right. It was yeah. on constantly it, for a it, long time. It's crazy when you think about it. That's how we used to have to binge stuff is when yeah. shows like, or uh, excuse me, channels like that would do, you know, oh, we're going to marathon this whole thing. And you're like, what? Like, I don't know yeah. if I can commit to that. And now we do it all yeah. the time mm-hmm. yep. uh, with it's, stuff like the Futurama thing. And that's only 140 episodes. And it took me a while to knock all those out. And I'm looking in Simpsons lot. at like 730. I'm thinking like, yeah. dude, even if I just said I'm going to watch one episode a day, it would take me two <laughs> years. years to Plus, get through yeah. it at mm-hmm. one episode a day which yeah. is it, it's like this is like soap opera type you know catalog uh, that yeah. they that they've built up at this point it's insane how how much content there is out there for the simpsons 
Um, but for Futurama, uh, I, I, I'm not the biggest Futurama fan. Uh, I know I watched like season one, two, maybe three on DVD when that was a thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm not like the biggest Futurama fan. And uh, Disenchantment, I 100% agree with everything Joey said. I didn't jump in, uh, but like 100%. Like I tried to watch it. It wasn't for me. I made it maybe three, four episodes. I haven't gone back. Maybe it deserves a second second trance but it, it doesn't wasn't for me no. it doesn't deserve I'm it just being nice like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not going to but yeah. what but when, <laughs> but i'm not going to <laughs> no, not gonna happen but when clint messaged me and asked me to come on and talk all things about graining I, I realized like i needed to watch futurama so i i i only started episode i only watched one episode so far but i decided like uh i, I needed another show to watch anyhow i finished up friends i did a fringe wow uh, like a week or two that ended like earlier this month and I need another show. So I'm going to try to knock out Futurama because um, I know there's a lot of episodes there I haven't seen or at least yeah. I haven't seen in forever. And it was it funny. Definitely... Go ahead, Joey. I'm sorry. I think you're going to say the same thing I am, but go on. <laughs> yeah, it definitely ebbs and flows just, you know, because it switched over as to, yeah. you know, which channel it was on and it's it's yeah. got its bad, you know, episodes mm-hmm. and there's like, there was the, in that, there was a gap where they made like three or maybe it was four like direct to DVD movies that they ended up then splicing and cutting into like a season to where they took the four, cut it up into four episodes each. So I think it's like a 16 episode run for one of the seasons, kind of like in the midway point, but it's got some really good episodes, you know, that are mixed in amongst other seasons that are kind of low if that makes sense so it's like if you power through yeah. a three or f- yeah. four of them that are kind of on the lesser end you'll you'll get you know treated to, to a couple of good ones for and, each I, and honestly i feel like the first two seasons are funny but it doesn't get really good until season three yeah yeah so, it, it takes a while to find its right. footing like a yeah, lot of shows exactly. do yeah I, again i liked it i enjoyed it and i watched it but i think you got to go till like if you're going to commit to it you got to at least get to three season three before you like make a real judgment in my opinion Cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm committed. I, I need, cool. like I said, I need something to watch. So where are you uh, streaming it? Where can you stream Future? It's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. that's where Hulu. I watched it at. Was on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So fairly so easy. I, I, I have all of the DVDs. So nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's too much work. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a it was a multiple year effort. I'm not gonna now. lie, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. So anyway, that's a, a little a little about me. Um, but yeah, like so big, big Simpsons fan. So all four of my picks are Simpsons. So cool. uh, no surprise there. Um, so first up, uh, I went with Millhouse. Uh, <laughs> Everything's coming I, up, Millhouse. Yeah, I, 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 Millhouse, I, Mussolini, Van Houten. Yeah, I, I've been a fan of Millhouse for a long, long time. Um, I feel like he has gotten a little bit trendy with the like everything's coming up, Millhouse, and some some of the other quotes, <laughs> as as a lot of the Simpsons stuff have. Yeah, right. Like yeah. it was, it's it's blown up and gotten immensely popular. But I, I've always been a fan of Millhouse. Um, fun fact: I had a. <clears throat> Like mid '90s, uh, I had a Millhouse fan page on GeoCities. Like, wow. that's how much I loved. That's how much I loved Millhouse. Like, I was that was probably like twelve. This or man is committed, and I stole all the frame frame grabs and stuff, all the pictures from the other <laughs> websites. HTML, I threw them up man. on my yeah. own. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Basic HTML. Yeah. Like there, there was nothing good out there. But I, I had a Millhouse fan page, so he's he's been my favorite character for as long as I can remember. So he was my number one choice, hands down. Um, I've also been a really big fan of Mo Sislak, uh, the bartender. I, I think he's he started off kind of as like the side character, but he's got some good uh, episodes where he he's kind of the main guy. Yeah. Uh, th- probably one of my favorite episodes of all time is Bart sells a soul. 
uh, <laughs> which is a good Milhouse episode it too, is, right? Because yep. he's got uh, Milhouse has the elf pogs. And it's <laughs> remember like, remember elf? elf? Yeah, because uh, pog form. Because I loved Elf too. So like and pogs and I still have yes, my yes. SCS guys podcast or nice. pogs. So I see appreciate them. that's yeah, like exactly like that's that that actually might have been the moment or the scene <laughs> that made me like love Milhouse is was, was the elf pogs. Um, but the same episode is a great Mo episode because it's got Uncle Mo's family feedback. <laughs> um, th- that was just a fun episode. The million dollar birthday fries that's and right. like what is it? Uh, I don't know. Rod saying, "How my freaking ears? <laughs> my freaking ears? I expect this at Denny's, but not here." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got one of my. I heard somebody else say this recently, and it's one of the greatest. Uh, one of the greatest lines, and it's relevant to my life right now too. So. <laughs> oh, uh, I bet. <laughs> what, what kicks off what kicks off that episode and makes Mo change it from a bar to a family restaurant is the Hibberts walk in, mm-hmm. and th- th- right and they're and one of the kids I think is like it's, Daddy it smells like Tinkle and then they they leave but they're mm-hmm. like Doctor Hibbert's like we're out of here we're going to the Texas Cheesecake Depository, <laughs> <laughs> which is the most awesome joke on right the JFK assassination book depository right, um, right. which I visited on friday so oh, wow we, we were in we were we went up to dallas from austin and mm-hmm. uh, i i saw the jfk assassination site but i'm sitting there thinking about the texas cheesecake depository as i'm looking <laughs> at this this piece of american history i'm thinking about this simpsons episode um so yeah like mo's got a few good ones there's another one where like i think uh right mo has like homer tries to destroy mo's car to get the insurance <laughs> money and like he's got some really really great moments so Mo, Mo and is... flame and moe's how can you forget oh about yeah flame, flame and moe's yeah with the crusty brand cough syrup and aerosmith and, yeah, <laughs> right uh he's he's really like he kind of went from a, a side character to to one of the main characters uh he's in the pin pals episode when they're bowling right he's on the bowling team um it, he's he's got a really a lot of really good moments so uh he's he's definitely my number two uh number three Three, uh, I'm going with uh, Lionel Hutz, um, <laughs> like like Joey had mentioned, uh, right? Voiced by Phil Hartman. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, I could have went Troy McClure, who's great, but I don't know. There's something about the lawyer Lionel Hutz that I've just always <laughs> I've always loved. He's got those. Uh, he's got that drawer full of the, those little toy monkeys that are smoking cigarettes. <laughs> um, he's got he's got that great moment where Marge walks in like with the coupon. Because uh, he chooses, <laughs> she chooses him to be the lawyer, and it says no money no, down. No comma, like, money down. Yeah, no, no, that's a typo. No comma, money down! Exclamation point. Oh, this bar association logo shouldn't be here either. Um, <laughs> and he eats it. Yeah, and he eats it. That's one of the the craziest moments. And um, I like. I don't know about you guys. Like, I feel like sometimes Simpsons quote just like become part of your life. Oh yeah. Uh, I I was in I was in a meeting one time. Um, and, uh, somebody I was, was presenting, uh, like some schedules, uh, to, to managers and they had a, ty- they had a typo on their, on their PowerPoint presentation that we were all looking at. They were missing a comma. It said no, no split schedules. And they were showing the schedules and there were split schedules, right? All so right. the manager's like, dude, there's some split schedules. Why do you, what do you mean? It says no split schedules. And I, without missing a beat, would <laughs> be like, that's a typo. It should say no split schedules. And that bar association. <laughs> did no anybody get the reference? God, no, but I did. And I thought I, I'm sitting there to myself cracking up silently as possible because I think I'm just a comedic genius at that point. Um, and I don't even care that nobody else even got it. However, 
he did believe that it was a typo and we were able to move on with the meeting so hey so so it was funny and effective Uh, exactly it it, it made the point and it saved my friend it was it was it was pure genius (laughs) was that friend scott uh, no, it was not. Oh, okay. This was pre- this was pre Scott. Oh, okay, uh, fair enough. God, it would have been so much <laughs> better for Scott. Yeah, um, yeah. So so Lionel Hutz, like 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 Joey said too, right? The legendary Phil Hartman gone too soon. He he had some like some great characters, mm-hmm. um, huge part of the Simpsons. Right, and then unfortunately, like when he passed away. There's no more Lionel Hutz. No well, and, and that's a shout out actually to the Simpsons themselves. And oh, I mean, yeah. The problem is they've not a problem, but they've been on so long that unfortunately a number of voice actors have passed away. And I'm yeah, very true. appreciative that they don't try to replace them. You they know did the I same mean? thing yeah. with Mrs. Krabappel's Mrs. character, Krabappel, right? They've done yeah. it. Um, they've done it a couple other times too with some more minor characters. So, um, you know, I always, like, um, yeah, I, I'm always, I'm, I'm very appreciative of that, that they, they appreciate the legacy of the voice actor themselves by not trying to, you know, dumb down or water down the actual character. Yeah, no. And, and that was like, that was fairly early into the Simpsons and they yeah. made the right choice by Agreed. stopping that. So Agreed. Which right, is too, was, like you said, too bad. Phil Hartman was just funny all around. Yeah. Oh, absolutely right. Because he was on news radio and stuff at that mm. time. He was a he mm. was a he was a big yeah. deal. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he was great on um, news radio. I loved him on yeah, SNL too. Was, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly. He was uh, he was a great great actor and unfortunately he he was gone way too soon so mm-hmm. um yeah lionel Hutz was great um my last one i feel like i'm gonna pivot uh, i've got ralph wiggum written down oh I, I do love ralph wiggum but i feel like it needs to be something else so i'm looking at my pops and my 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 simpsons toys and trying to come up with something else um i don't think you need to ralph wiggum's a great choice yeah ralph wiggum's good man like uh, we'll stick with Ralph. Like, right, a balding second grader. Um, <laughs> he is me- one of the most memeable characters, exactly. too, and of the show. And that's why I hesitate, because, like, Ralph in the 90s was, like, a lot cooler to be a Ralph Wiggum fan. And then, yeah, like, there's he just kind of blew up into the mainstream. <laughs> well, but... it's, it's even funny going back and watch the old ones, and he, he like, isn't, uh, you know, an idiot, if you will. He's, uh, you know there's that line where Lisa gets the horse and they're like, wow, she could really tame the horse, but what man can yeah. tame her? <laughs> well, that was Ralph yeah. that said that. Who would have thought, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, Ralph was great. Right. Uh, me fail, me fail English. Me fail English. That's impossible. <laughs> right. I, I, I chew, chew, choose you. Yeah. I bent like, my Wookiee. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I bent my Wookiee. That was, oh, that was, that episode was just great at the time. Like cat food, yeah. They're, yeah, they're all, like yeah. me. That was like the, that was probably like the height of me being a Star Wars fan too. Uh, right, he brought in that uh, box of unopened Star vintage <laughs> Star Wars action figures. And like, what's a diorama? Uh, that was <laughs> yeah, just, diorama um, project. Yeah, that was that was just an amazing. <laughs> what do you think? Scene. I think it's time for lunch. We have a winner. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, so R- Ralph is Ralph is great. Um, I. I Throw out like an honorable mention to Homer. Uh, if I had to choose one of the main family, like it's Homer, right? But going back and rewatching all this stuff as an adult, like I didn't relate to Homer, but now I sure do. Oh, right. <laughs> well, it, it, it's weird though because we grew up, and now I—I I mean, I could speak for Joey and I. We're older than Homer is in that show. Yeah, same. You know, that's that's yeah, same, right? We went we went from same. like we went from Bart's age, give or take, to yeah, being mm-hmm. older to Homer. It's and the show's still on. It's just ridiculous. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Right now, yeah, I, we went from eat my shorts to ooh, don't mind if I do, wiggling our fingers over a box of donuts at work. <laughs> yeah. in, in like, absolutely, I, 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 
don't uh, i will i will eat a box of donuts at work any day of the week but even like the relationship stuff between like homer and marge now that like i like you guys too right like we're older we're married like i feel like there's a lot to that too that like as as a kid uh i had no idea i didn't care it was just funny but now it's like oh my god like homer's me like yes no (laughs) yeah Hard to argue. Okay. All right. I'm glad I let you go because uh, I, I, I'm i going to actually take Milhaus off my list because okay. he was on it. Um, but your Honorable mention. And your, yours is much uh, much more. So uh, wait, you didn't you know, have a GeoCities webpage? I, I had, oh, I had a, well, a GeoCities webpage. It's not dedicated to Milhouse. It was dedicated to me, which makes me Milhouse, which makes a lot of sense if you think about it. But it worked. I digress. Um, Homer's on my list. Like Homer nice. was no doubt on my list. Uh, just the dude. In the early ones, he was a little more serious and, you know, he was trying his hardest. And that's when they really were doing, you know, like the whole first episode of Santa's Little Helper, you mm-hmm. know, really trying to make Homer a, an authority figure. But, you know, by the yeah. third season, I feel like they kind of gave up. <laughs> so that's when he really got to start shining is he's human. He's an idiot at times, but, you know, he means well and he just has some of the funniest stuff. And he still does to this day, even the new episodes, he'll still say something Um you know, I'm thinking of the one. I, this was when Bush was president. He's like, well, you think that's going to happen with Captain Coco Bananas in charge? And <laughs> stuff like that, he says. So, um, you know, just, just Homer's always going to be a classic. He can get, you know, everything he does. I mean, even the the Treehouse of Horror episodes, he still is an idiot. Yes. He still does some stupid stuff. You know, I'm looking at my pops like you are. You yeah. know, this is one of him eating his own head kind that's, of thing. So. Yeah, right. That one's, that one's classic. So um, Homer... I mean, and, and, and it works. Uh, I, you know, Bart actually can get annoying, I feel like. Um, Lisa's too serious. Marge needs more more help. I actually really like Maggie, too, even though she doesn't say anything, but she somehow gets involved enough to be mm-hmm. appreciated. But the main family, Homer's, Homer's the one that keeps them together and, and makes all the stories somehow work out. Even if he's not a primary character in the story, he's still involved somehow. Or at yep. least, uh, you know, whatever it is, he just seems to be there. So Homer's on my list. Um, the other one I was for sure was Philip J. Fry. Uh, and the reason I, I like nice. Bender, I do like Bender quite a bit. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm only keeping I'm keeping off the list partially because Joey already talked about him, but partially because it does get old that it's always about Bender. It's funny when it's about Bender, but it's somebody else involved. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times Fry will be having his own, you know, let, let's take the Seymour episode, which is very sad, of course. But, you know, he just doesn't get that anything could appreciate Seymour. But Fry actually is human. He's showing he has human emotions and he actually cares about stuff and he's you know he can do that he's also another idiot like homer is so maybe that's why i like it yeah uh you know he does some of the stupidest stuff and says some of the stupidest things but um you know and 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 the funny thing i'm thinking of like the superhero episode of futurama when they're like well i can't wait to tell everybody my secret i entered and you're like you can't tell anybody you're a daddy he goes give me several reasons why (laughs) 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 instead of just you know so some of the things he just says and billy west does a great job voicing him so really does um between that and zap brannigan who billy i think also does the voice for i think i think (laughs) it's whole bunch but yeah zap and zap another one I'm, i've been contemplating putting on my list because he's just so so self-absorbed that he can't even pay attention to anything yes. else and uh, he loves velour way too much but I, I think i'm gonna kick him off the list as well another honorable mention um i'm actually gonna throw bean on the list from disenchantment yeah really? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw on the list because i feel like she's actually a funny character she's supposed to be young she's not i mean you know she drinks beer constantly but she's supposed to be like in her, she's a teenager. I don't know mm-hmm. exactly how old she is, but you know, she's, she's 
going through everything, but she's also very laid back, which I appreciate. And the fact that she, her best friends are a demon and an elf named Elfo, which, by the way, I love on the show that all the elves are named after what they like to do, like Shaco, who's always surprised. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's some redeeming very smurf, very, very oh, smurf totally. of them. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think yeah. his girlfriend's name is Smoochie or Cheaty or something like that. But anyway, my point is, um, you know, they're always funny. But I, but I like that she's like an actual character who develops. And that's one thing about disenchantment it, versus the other shows. Like the Simpsons we've talked about is over 700 years old, but nobody's aged today. You know, Futurama is however many episodes, but it's the same guys doing the same thing. This is an ongoing thing that they're trying new. And, you know, you see development, you see learning, you see changes, which is interesting. Um, and that's also hard to grasp because, you know, we're used to seeing Bart Simpson as 10 year old for, you know, let's see 30 plus in, years yeah 87 and we're in 2002 so 25 35 years so um i mean it is know. it is cool that disenchantments got three seasons because if it was right on netflix if it was network tv It'd especially network tv 20 years ago yeah, yeah it would it would have been gone it wouldn't so have made fast, it past season so. one i don't think it would have made it past uh, i would be surprised yeah. yeah yeah and and i always wonder about that deal with netflix like if if Matt Groening did a season or like, he's like, okay, I'll do this, but you have to guarantee me so many seasons. Possible, or, yeah. I, I mean, we could Google it, but I'm, yeah. I'm too lazy. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think being an interesting character, she also is very funny. Uh, some of the stuff she does, um, especially when she's trying to find her purpose. And, you know, they show it on the preview. She's like, I make a great butcher. This is a pet store <laughs> kind of thing. So, um, you know, they put her in some situations. Her dad, Azog, who is um, also voiced by uh, Bender's namesake, Joe, um, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio, thank you. You know, yeah. does a great job and, and, and adds a dynamic to that for sure. And then I'm at the fourth one, and the fourth one is tough. But you know who I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with Nelson Muntz. Nice. Um, just because, uh -huh. exactly, he's got iconic things. He, he's, he's so funny because sometimes he's, in the show, he's this tough bully, you know, black heart, don't give a crap. And then sometimes he's the softest guy you ever meet. Like, I always love that episode. Um, I don't remember what's happening, but there are the kids on the playground. He's like, and then you get the berries, and then Skinner walks up, and then I kick uh, yeah. the guy's ass. Yeah, yeah, and then Skinner yeah, walks away. Yeah. He's like, convectioner sugar works so well. You know, like, <laughs> it just shows exactly the dynamic that yeah. he has. And um, and he does. You know, sometimes he's friends with the bullies, or sometimes he's friends with Bart. Like, it just goes back and forth. Um, and I think, you know, shout out to all the kids in The Simpsons. I think they all add a dynamic to each other when they interact and do stuff together, even when you get like Uter or Martin or Wendell or, um, you know, the list goes on. So I think all those characters really play off each other really well to make a, make a very entertaining show. So, so I think that's my four, um, but it's so hard to leave so many off the list. Um, yeah. I, I, I had the same problem when I was, when I was choosing, because there's so many great characters in, in Futurama. Like I said, mm. that, that is my favorite yeah. of the two. When you talk about Zoidberg and, and even Hermes and, you know, mm -hmm. you know, um, a lot of the side characters are great too. You know, I already talked about Calculon and, and Zap and <laughs> Robot Devil and um, the, um, oh, um, um, the bot that's in a um, the chair all the time like it's like ancient roman oh uh hedonism bot yes hedonism bot thank you i was drawing a blank on that yeah <laughs> it's just it's just great and then like leela's parents and then uh amy's parents and it's just 
I, I love the oh. world building that goes into these shows where they build in all these secondary and tertiary characters that just kind of add to it. And even if they just pop up, you know, every once in a while for just a couple of lines, mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely great. Like um, Hermes's wife every now and then or the clone Qbert that pops in every now and then. It's just it's just great little characters that well, they do. And Futurama and Larry, this is a spoiler, I'm sorry, but... There's a character that I don't think they ever name. I think his name's Boxy. I think they say it once. He literally doesn't say anything. He only beeps, but he still <laughs> had something to the show constantly because he's always on um, All My Circuits, which is a robot yes. soap opera, or he's always uh, um, Calculon's right hand man. You know, he's holding a gun, but he's beeping, and people know what he's doing. You know, it's 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 so is he, is he or, mad or is he backing up? Kind of yeah. thing, you know, or like I just thought about uh, the Don bot. Yeah. With uh, I think his name's Joey Mousepad, yeah, the one that's got, got the mousepad chain and the clamps. The yeah. Clamps is like another great, just tertiary character that's just absolutely funny, and that's like that's his thing. He's he's pretty one dimensional. It's his clamps. He loves clamping people, but it's absolutely hilarious the way they incorporate that in. Or like the random Harlem Globetrotters that they have and come, you know, do the hard science stuff with Farnsworth. Right. You know, when the world needs to be saved. <laughs> You're that bubblegum tape, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the other thing is Futurama is very like the Simpsons and that aging thing. Cause it's funny. It's supposed to take place in the future yet. They do things that, especially at the beginning that were, you know, happening in the nineties. And then you look back and you're like, that's the best you came up with. You know, we're like, you look at it today and you're like, wow, like you didn't realize cell phones were coming <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> like you thought CDs were going to last forever, but whatever they, they did what they did. And it was still funny, but that's another one that I, you know, if you watch with your son, Larry, that. It would be, you might have to explain a few things, even though it's yeah. supposed to take place in the distant future. Talking um, about MP3 players and, and <laughs> stuff like that. And, right. You know, right. headphones with wires in them. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's all the, 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 there's a joke about cell phones, you know, being so small. They're just little flip phones like that. Uh-huh. You know? And it's like, that's not at all where they went. No. Yeah. That's where they took it. Or like when they go to the, I forgot what they call their version of Apple, but it's the episode. It's the, um, I'm pretty sure it's the shut up and take my money. Oh, it, it's just episode. mom. It's just mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the cell phone is like a, uh, implant for, I think it goes in your eye. Yeah, it goes in your if eye. I remember yep. correctly. So it's like, okay, so that is it's like a futuristic That's type thing. So but then they, yeah. then they figure out their phones. They didn't know their phones until they got a phone call. It's, <laughs> you know, they're oh, like, Oh, these are phones okay. too. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. So anyway, um, I, I'll be honest. I think overall, I like Futurama more than the Simpsons. Yeah. It's a, it was a hard sell, and Simpsons will always have a, a special place in my heart. But I think overall, Futurama actually beats out The Simpsons for me. I to mean, me, it, I... it has it has the benefit of only having a hundred something episodes versus seven hundred. So well, and and, and I was yeah, that's a good point. And it came later, which means I yeah. think that Matt Groening and um, and Cohen learned what worked and what didn't work on The Simpsons. So they yeah. they were able to bring that over. They didn't take that advice for the. For, disenchantment to the extent they probably should have but they did for futurama um i think Uh, and this may just be my personal opinion but it it seems more like the simpsons age range is kind of like teenagers futurama is kind of more like maybe your 20 somethings and then disenchantment seems kind of more like your 30 somethings like it doesn't seem like to me like disenchantment has a pull for a younger audience because it doesn't have that kind of humor that pulls little kids in yeah it's a cartoon and it's flashy and all that kind of stuff is it's a cartoon but again i don't feel like it's for a younger crowd i I think it's for an older crowd and then not 
everybody in that older crowd. Like, I think you have yeah. to kind of be into kind of that fantasy D and D and all that kind of Lord sure. of the Rings and all that kind of genre type stuff to to really enjoy it. And you have to have that sense of humor that goes along with it. Well, I think you got to be a Matt Greening fan. I think if it was like yeah. somebody else brand new trying it, it wouldn't work either way. I don't think it would have gotten picked up to be honest with you. It was somebody Agreed. else just randomly just trying to promote this this type of show. Yeah. Just doesn't have a lot of humor that I like in it. No, it, it, it's got a lot of more action story into it versus, you know, versus just a, the same. Everything goes back to normal every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, one thing I do want to just mention is, you know, we talked about these Matt Groening specific characters and shows, but there's been so much because of what the, he's done that's come out forever. Like Bob's Burgers, sure. you know, is my favorite show, but there's no Bob's Burgers without The Simpsons. There's no Family Guy without The Simpsons. Hell, I, I'd be willing to say there's no South Park without The Simpsons. You know, they, they, I mean, think about it. You know, the, the reason sure. that it worked is they knew adults would be interested in animation. Because what other cartoon was a prime time staple mm-hmm. outside of The Simpsons, right? No, no, nobody that I can think of really did that before The Simpsons came along and said, hey, we're going to be on one of the major networks, mm-hmm. which, you know, Fox was kind of, I think, an outlier at first. You know, it was CBS, NBC, ABC. Yeah, they, they had to work Fox their way up kind of kind of, yeah. Right. And, and, but, you know, I mean, it was, you know, put up against, at one point, it was going up against the Cosby show. I remember that too, which, you know, so which, which in 2022 doesn't seem like a big deal. But well, right, right, but like, are you watching Cosby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Cosby Man. show was was it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So that's 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 pretty. Like you're saying, it, it's pretty indicative of what was to come, right? Like you're saying, you know, if Simpsons doesn't go up into prime time on a on a on one of the major networks none of these other shows come along and are able to do that they're they're all relegated to saturday morning shows or now i guess they could be on streaming networks but i would not argue with you that if it wasn't for the simpsons we wouldn't get any of those other prime time shows that came along maybe south park because again it's on comedy central and i could see some of these maybe going on that kind of cable type of show but i don't think you get any of the Family Guy and American Dad and the ones that come along and actually hit like Fox, which is kind of the, you know, animation domination um, network, if you would. I mean, you don't well, really I was even trying to of... think about like there's not another network that really does like an animated TV show. That's anymore, what I'm right? saying. I mean, what it, on CBS, NBC or ABC, I mean, I, I would consider that and Fox the four major sure. networks. Um, I don't know if another one that that came along that lasted uh yeah. to where i can think of it i mean there might have been something that came along for like a season or two and just right. kind of fizzled there, out there was that time when there were a whole bunch of animated shows before family guy mm-hmm. uh that everybody was trying right uh fish police i believe was a thing capital critters i remember that <laughs> uh, these are some deep cuts from yeah, Larry. Right? i right? had to, i had to google capital critters was on abc so because the simpsons was so big the other networks tried to make their try own, yeah. to get their own Simpsons, but yeah, it, it didn't last. I got a Google Capital Critters. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, that is. It, <laughs> so Capital Critters is an animated sitcom about the lives of mice, rats, and roaches who reside in the basement of the White House. Uh, <laughs> it, oh my gosh! Okay, I do remember this. Yep, it was uh, only one season. Huh? Yep. Uh, the main character Max was voiced by Neil Patrick Harris, uh, Doogie Howser, MD himself. When he was Doogie Howser, that would be probably pretty close. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, I remember that one. I don't know where, I don't know what made me think of that, but I, I remember just like everybody had, a, a, had, had tried for it. Uh, Fish Police is the other one I remember. 
nope, Fish Fleece was before that, so never mind. I don't know where I pulled Fish Fleece. No, Fish Fleece came out in 92. But it was I'm looking Hanna it Barbera. Yeah, Hanna-Barbera on CBS. So, yeah, same same idea, right? It was uh, right straight from Wikipedia, um, right? It was one of the attempts for other major networks to compete with The Simpsons alongside Capital Critters and CBS's Family Dog. Look at that. Wow. Gee, this is the kind of none this of is them the kind lasted. Of facts you get when you have Larry. I like it. I, I did not even you, think you about get that. capital critters like that needs to be a somebody needs to rewatch that and do a podcast. <laughs> well, not, I, not I won't name any names. <laughs> not me. <laughs> I do vaguely now that I'm looking up the images for Family Dog. I do kind of remember that show, but like. It wasn't anything that stayed along for a while, but it oh. said it aired from June 23rd to July 28th of 1993. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I do remember this show. Okay. I remember that dog. Yeah. Yeah, right? the dog specifically. Yeah, yeah. It was a Brad Bird um, creation. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad that didn't last because Brad Bird's done some other things that have been great. So I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. So, I mean, wow. right? It, it tried, but it took it really took Family Guy to kind of make that resurgence. Well, um, but then even then, I'm trying to think, like, for Brian, I'm talking going back to the networks, like, nothing really happened ever with animation. They've always kind of stuck with Fox. Now, of course, the streaming services yeah. are a whole different right. thing. Yeah, right, of course. But, um, but, yeah, even on network TV, it's just amazing that nothing else is really... Yeah, not I, I, in the four major ones, nothing outside of Fox has really done anything. And I think maybe the other ones are good with that. I think they're just like, you know what, they can have that thing. We'll do... <laughs> they tried Capital Critters, and they're like, nope, that's yeah. it. We're done for another. Like, nobody days. likes Capital Quitters. We're out. We're gonna fight for Sunday Night Football and call it good. Because yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's where the money is. Right. And if you think about it, Fox does it, but they do it just one night a week. It's like yeah. we're not gonna sprinkle this in anywhere else. We're just gonna throw it all on Sunday night. You know, <sighs> Bob's and Family Guy yeah. and Simpsons. Yeah. You're, you're all going on one day. Here you go. You get Sunday evenings, <laughs> and then on Tuesdays you get to watch The Masked Singer. Count me in. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Wow. It's a discussion for for another time. We, I've actually we, we never should, seen uh, it. I never yeah. want to. Your Mount okay. Rushmore of uh, reality shows. TV shows. Yeah, we should do reality TV shows. Oh. Shows Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I'll make would, sure to miss that, that week. Fun. I'll be sick or something because ah. I have nothing to add to that. It'll You're not a big fan of real world, even. Ooh, come on. No, I, I think the real world's ridiculously stupid. <laughs> Dude, not even the first ones. Like, the first couple of seasons, to me, were actually good. Same you thing know, with Road I, Rules, the little spinoff. Like, you know, I didn't watch, watch them because they were on a uh, network that was supposed to be playing music television. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's it, another discussion for another yeah, time as well was, on MTV. That, that was probably the Road Rules. I mean, real world success is probably the death of It probably music, is music what started Well, that's what MTV is that. now is all reality shows. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. very crappy staged reality shows. Well, TV look, shows. I mean, look at how many other major network shows do the same thing, whether You're it's right. History oh, Channel yeah. or TLC or the Discovery Channel or any of those. <laughs> the only thing I learned on TLC is that. Uh, there's a there's people that are 600 pounds that I didn't know could exist and that's about it to be honest you know um, or there's the Duggards who don't know how to keep their legs cut closed but anyway I digress um, yeah absolutely so I would much rather watch these animation shows with some great writing versus any reality TV show at all yeah. um, but anyway yes it, it's Matt Groening has done some amazing things I do like when he makes appearances as an animated character in a show. Uh, I know he's done it a couple times on The Simpsons. I can't remember if he's done it on Futurama. I don't think he did. It's like I said, I just got finished with that rewatch, and I don't Not remember he, him showing it. He may have been a head in a jar he, at one he, point. He is, see, uh, episode one, his head is in, in the in the jar. 
But does, does he, he talk or is he, he just not, He does not yeah. talk. His head's okay. just there next to Fry. And the jars are great. Oh, it's, especially it's, Nixon or Al Gore. Al Gore. Al Gore is great too as a head in a jar. That's right with his uh, his police. Yes, and then of course Nixon. I, I I don't know if you guys ever watched John Oliver, but he's talking about how the most human version of of Richard Nixon, including the real life Richard Nixon, is a cartoon of his head in a jar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I uh, I had to chuckle at that. But yes, and because and they were done by uh, wasn't it Ron Popeil that figured out how to do heads in a jar? In the I'm show. trying to remember. I can't remember where there is an episode where they talk about it because they talk about. I think it's the liquid that they're in. Yeah, I know. That's and I think that's how they travel back yeah. <clears throat> to like the revolutionary times and screw stuff up. But yeah, I think that's the episode. Up, but I cannot remember. Either that way. sounds right. That it was Ron Popeil, some t- TV um, person, you know, right. schlocking their stuff on on there. Right. Right. Um, but anyway, you know, and then like I was saying, Matt Groening has a very familiar look. So even if he's not somebody's not saying it's him, you know, it's him. He's uh, with this like long kind of shaggy hair and his trademark circle glasses. So uh, definitely a trademark. Did you guys ever um, ever actually look through any of the comics he did with the uh, the rabbit that has one ear? Why can't I not think of his name now? now I, gotta go uh, I did not have any of those. I had a couple uh, of Simpsons comics, but I didn't yeah. have any of his others. Life in Hell. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I maybe back in like the early nineties, I don't specifically remember it, but yeah, that was his pre Simpsons success, right? Right. Like a comic strip. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. I, I can't remember. Which looks name. very Simpsons esque. Oh, yeah, the I animation think... is absolutely Simpsons. Well, yeah, I mean, Simpsons. aren't they, uh, let's go, let's talk about the Simpsons arcade game. Um, aren't oh, they one yeah. of the bad guys in that game is you have to fight, fight. I think so. It... Yeah. It's driving me nuts. I know I should know this, but I don't know um, his name. Let's see here. That arcade game is one of the greatest arcade games. It absolutely yes, is. It is super fun. You should get the arcade one-up version of it, Larry, and and put it yeah, in your office. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. Uh, I don't really have room for it. I was wondering if what, what the reason was. If room's it, I that believe the main yeah. thing. Like, I don't really have room. There's, for it. There's there's so many that I want, but part of the problem is that it's like okay, you're paying four or five hundred dollars for just a few of these games and yeah. it's all like variations of it it's like oh hey you can get the pac-man one and get like pac-man miss pac-man miss pac-man two right. pac-man jr yeah. and galaga you know it's just yeah. like this one random one that they throw yeah. uh throw in there i wish they made one that was expandable to where you could like you know buy cards or something like so sd you- <laughs> cards that would go in i know you so, can hack them yeah uh, jeremy has one that he's hacked and you can play everything um, but that, but then they don't make money, right? They want you to buy two or three of these. Um, yeah. And this, in the price point you mentioned, is great for most of them. But that Simpsons one, seven hundred bucks. Yeah, but this one, I think like the uh, maybe the NBA Jam one, and yeah. maybe the I think isn't there an X Men one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those four person ones are, are definitely yeah. more expensive. Yeah, it's, well, it, the X Men and the Simpsons you also can't play anywhere else. Like they've never been on a console, unfortunately. You know, that's true. But yeah. NBA Jam, yes, but it's different too. So. It, I yeah. wish, yeah, I wish they, I, I, I wish they did a Simpsons console game on the Switch or the PlayStation or whatever. I would love to actually go back and play it. I know they're doing uh the Simpsons or the Turtles arcade games now are coming out soon. So oh cool, uh, that sounds like uh, hope. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like, like I, I think that it's good. It could be a thing like either to buy or uh like uh nes or uh right like like you get to play the nes games with the nintendo subscription maybe mm-hmm. they'll throw it on there somehow or whatever something didn't I... they had didn't they had genesis games like mm-hmm. I, I was just hearing that like i i haven't i haven't looked into it yet if you so... get the upgrade online subscription you yeah. get genesis 
in 64 games as well. That's pretty cool. So I feel like anything's on the table. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I wonder, I would like to know the story of the rights of how they, if, that, if yeah. Matt Groening's involved in that at all, or I doubt he is, but you know, no, yeah, we're not going to sell it to you. Yeah. You don't get, I'm sure he wouldn't don't care. Get yeah. Yeah. You're probably like, well, that, that's the other thing. When the Simpsons first came out, you couldn't look any direction without seeing Simpson merchandise. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, I can only imagine. Even they make fun of it on one episode. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. A Simpson on a t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the monkey paw, the Trials of yeah. Horror one, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, and it's it's not that way today, but they still have a lot of merch, and I'm still like do, down yeah. with it. Um, I'm, yeah. I, I know we've mentioned Funko Pops a number of times on here, but they just started re- recently remaking, or not remaking, but making new ones of those, which is only, you know, 10 years overdue or whatever you want to say, but yeah. excited about that. Um, and then Futurama has had some fun merch over the years too. I have, uh, I have some slurm koozies I like to use. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Maybe, something... maybe there'll be another wave of pops when that, the new Futurama hits. That I'm not seems... going to lie. Hoping. That hoping. seems, it seems except, uh, reasonable because that, that was another one that's been so old, like, and Funko's done such a good job with the new molds and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it, it feels like it deserves an update. We need a Calculon pop, right? Do we? There you go. We one hundred percent need a calculon. Con exclusive, limited edition. Yeah, or no, no, he would have to be exclusive to Hollywood. <laughs> the Hollywood that, store. That I, it only makes yeah. sense. I, I yeah, I, I, I not my call. I'm wondering with the revival coming out uh here next year on Hulu with the with the new season being announced, if they mm-hmm. are gonna release some new ones um on there. But I, I would I I'm I'm kinda past the point of trying to be a completionist on any line, to be honest oh, with yeah. you. And yeah. I'm like I just bought a <laughs> Matrix one today, the um Books a Million one. I've been looking for that Neo, the one with the um the code on yeah. it. Cool. Um but like I think that's the first one I bought since maybe Emerald City. Uh, no, I got one in the mail, a Mandalorian one. But anyway, like I would at least like a Bender one. Like I wouldn't go all crazy, and be like, ah, I gotta get everybody. But I, I think I would have to have a Bender one. I think that would definitely be one that I would need to get. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And they, they've done Freddy's the Bender one. would be great. That would there, be. Uh, there is one. There I know is that's one. what I'm saying. Yeah, that would yeah. be a Grail for me. The, it's only the, like the in the thousands. But you know. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> There's only like 48 of them or something silly. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, but. Ah, but it, it 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 it's funny with some of that too because they're we're talking about the Funko Pops. They've done the Simpsons, but they're doing like very obscure one episode versions of the main yeah. family that I, I'm honestly I I haven't seen that episode, so I'm not well, at all interested in getting them. And for a while, they were kind of fixated on the Treehouse of Horror. Like yeah. that's when it when they first kind of started producing them again. That's kind of what they were stuck on was the Treehouse of Horror. So you have to wonder about the licensing right deal. Like you know, are they only allowing them to do certain ones? Because as far as I know, they haven't redone the original, just plain mm-hmm. characters. And they uh, won't since the one. Yeah. No, I don't think they will either. You get it, like you get uh, what do you Bart Man. Yeah, 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 exactly. You don't get Bart, or you get Bart Man, or you get a, there's or a whole get a, lot of Yeah, homers. Homer sitting on the couch, or dressed or, up yeah. as a belly dancer, or, yeah, or, USA or the Moo Moo. Yeah, Moo Moo Homer, right? you, but you don't get Homer in the white shirt, necessarily, other which than is, that yeah, moment. Which is fair, thing. which is fair, but at the same, yeah. I still want them, but at the same time, is yeah. uh, is fair. For, do you have them, right, Larry? I do, yeah, because I bought, you. I got, but I got 
I got three out of the four original ones when they were still less than 20 bucks. I, 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 was, I, I mentioned on the so podcast multiple times that I've seen them and regretted not getting them. Even then I was like, ah, I just don't have the money. Yeah. I can't do it. And I'm like kicking myself. I, I remember, so. I remember they were just starting to go up. I feel like I maybe paid 15 oh, less than 20. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know more than 15, less than 20, but that's when like, I was just getting into pops and they were 10 bucks. Right. And I'm like, well, 15, do I really want to spend 15? <laughs> but I did because I'm like, these are starting to go up. I need to get them now. Cause they're like two or three margins total on eBay. And I'm like, right. I need to just buy it. So I, I, I got all of them, but Bart for, you know, 15, 20 bucks. And then I, I made a, a key trade one time, uh, a dragon ball Z, the metallic Wii's, or whatever I got, and somebody in the vocal group was like, "Hey, I've got this Bart Simpson pop. Who's got this metallic Dragon Ball Z guy?" And I, I had just gotten it that day. Couldn't wow. mess with the dude fast enough. Spent thirty bucks on that stupid right. uh, Dragon Ball pop and got my got my Bart. Super well super. done, sir. I worked out well. I didn't like, even though those are super hard to get. I got most of them so early, and I made a, a an epic trade to to finish that off. So, I, did they just have those four? Did they not have Maggie? In the original no. release? No, Maggie, no, no Lisa. She yeah. was in that, that second, second wave, wave. right? Yep. The, the first yep. new wave. Yeah, it was Krusty so, was the fourth one. That's what I was yeah. about to say. So it was Krusty that was the fourth one. That you Which is always about. interesting to me because going back to all this stuff, Figpin, they're now doing The Simpsons. I don't know if anybody's collecting those. I, I, no. I'm always on the they're fence. They're cool, but no. They are cool, but... Krusty was the very first one. I don't. I, yeah. I wonder if they're do. Krusty is the first one to be funny because he markets himself so on everything else. And there's so much Krusty merchandise in the show. It's almost yeah. trying to be ironic with it because I was surprised that like that out of all the options they could have gone with, the very first one out of Big Ben was Krusty the Clown. I think that was the first one they announced because it was a con exclusive, maybe at NYCC. Oh, yeah. But it I was, think yeah. I think right. they did. You know, they'll do like the five pin sets that mm -hmm. you can pre-order type stuff. I'm pretty right. sure they did that with the Simpsons family around the same time to where I, I think, think okay. I think they I think you're right. I think they maybe announced Krusty first, but I think you you could have gotten the family set with the special Simpsons colored fig pin logo pin first before it okay. actually crusty came out. If that makes I was, sense. I was thinking that was after, but either way, the point is like, it and it's the, funny. Yeah. It was the first non Simpsons family character. Well, to get it's, it, and it's funny because he would, you know, as much as we like crusty and I do, he has some yeah. very funny lines. He didn't make any of our top four. I was about to say no. the same thing. He didn't make no. everybody's list. Yeah, I mean, nobody even talked about him until now, no, and we're sure. an hour twenty in. So, um, just it, it's always it's interesting, and that goes back to the whole licensing thing. Which, by the way, anyone who makes any kind of licensing product, keep that in mind when purchasing from anything from anybody, is they have to listen to the rules of who they're buying the licensing from because yeah. they don't yeah. want to piss them off. And try to follow the George Lucas rule of of merchandising and, and keep those rights to yourself. Yeah, you think it'd be smart? Genius. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. Don't ask the Beatles, right? <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, that has been our Matt Groening, Simpsons, Futurama, Disenchantment, uh, and then the the bunny's name was Blinky, and of course uh, the oh, uh, the okay. um, yeah Love Is Hell series, if we'll call yeah, it. So, yeah, yeah, uh, It'd be fun to go back and look at those just to see how they've aged. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. I wonder if they're online or like an. Uh kindle right i wonder if there's like a kindle oh. version or something i don't know well, they, they, they're very they're very they're you can buy the book but yeah like i bet it's out there somewhere but the very first one came out in 84 which is crazy i was oh, looking nothing okay. else it's on ebay i'm sure somewhere you can get a yeah, copy of it yeah i'm sure it's not expensive to get the books but 
No, you say that. There's some fans out there, man. Yeah, sure. Good point. You never, you never know. I was. Good I even point. went through my. Actually, before we posted this, I was looking through my uh, Funko app, and I'm like, why is this pop so worth? It's. I was looking at Abed from Community. He's going for like 85 bucks. Really? Like wow. why? He wasn't an exclusive. You know, he was. He was very uh, straight mainline. I don't know. Was he hard to find? I got one easy peasy. So I, I, it was weird when you posted that because I was thinking uh, McGuire and I did a community watch uh, binge sometime during the pandemic. So it's been sometime within the past two years. And I almost got the Troy and Abed, just those two, because mm-hmm. that was like our favorite yeah, characters yeah. on the show. And I was going to get both and give him one. And, and I was going to keep one. And, and they were not much on Macari. I mean, you're talking about like 20-ish bucks, right? Yeah. Just kind of depending on when you... And for you to have posted that and i was like when and why did it go yeah. up to and to i still don't and i still don't know and i mean you know at least with the simpsons we know it makes sense because they're almost they're eight, at least oh, eight yeah. years old it's 2011 yeah. right oh yeah. is it that old okay so even yeah, older i think so when they yeah. first came out yeah and the professor x thing makes sense because i think you know with his little cameo in the uh trailer i think that probably you know increased his value but the the abed one didn't make any sense the, the only the only thing I could think of is it, it reminds me of the other kind of TV sitcoms like that, like the Friends Pops. Mm-hmm. Like, right, sometimes they don't make a ton of the, the sitcoms. Um, and then people really like community. People really like Friends and Parks and Rec. That first wave of Parks and Rec didn't sell so great. They weren't everywhere. Mm-hmm. But prices started to go up because people will forever like those shows. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's just there's not too many Abeds out there. They caught fire and... Could be. All of a sudden, it's well, a eighty buck pop. Well, Britta was a New York Comic Con exclusive. She's going yeah. for like one forty. Yeah. See, I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, I got somebody picked her up for me. People you know? love people. Like, it's those sitcoms, man. Like, sometimes if you so sleep crazy. on them, they like th- those fans are forever. Especially, mm-hmm. especially those three shows I just named. Like, yeah, people are always going to watch Community, always, and Parks and Rec, and Friends, and Office. Like, th- those are just going to be forever things now. So anyway, that's our licensing discussion. Yeah, that there got you go. Hand, Tangent. But... Yeah, well, that's what we do here, so it was okay. So, uh, anyway, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? No, sir. A nice little bow, or in a br- as in as in uh, Lionel Hutz will put a briefcase in. Yeah. Don't worry, it's empty anyway, kind of thing. <laughs> well, excellent. Well, um, Larry, thank you for joining us uh, yeah, again. Of course, I'm sorry, yeah. but we'll have you on much sooner and later, time permitting, and your availability and desire to join us. But Nope, nope, got to wait another 131 episodes. So we'll see you on episode 265, sir. In like three years. (laughs) We got you penciled in. No, thank you. Thank you for for having me. I'm always happy to join you guys. And I'm always happy to talk about The Simpsons. And I've been a fan since day one. So just kudos to you guys for sticking with it through, uh, you know, all these years. Three years. Um, it'll be three it, it, in august ish yeah, yeah. yeah right so it's it's awesome you 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 guys barely miss a miss a week you're doing good i know nate's not here today things happen um but you're you're right we went from four to three like th- things happen but yeah. you guys yeah. are still sticking with it there, there's a nate awesome. joke in there for both our podcasts even though i like both of them but yes <laughs> yeah. but well that's the thing we, we we're just following your footsteps man so yeah, you thanks. scott and jeremy leading the way we appreciate yeah. it so with that said though why don't you uh give us some plugs and where we can find you and what you're up to yeah yeah for sure so uh the sts guys we are a weekly pop culture podcast uh record live every saturday night on twitch um and and guys 
It's the best. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> we don't got friends. We got family. Um, <laughs> if you, uh, yeah, so like uh, you can find us, SDS guys, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at STS guys. And if you want to follow me, that would be cool too. Uh, you can find me at Nerd and Cheese on Instagram. Nerd and Cheese. That's right. Oh, yeah. Classic. You go and you pop into Twitch sometimes, and everybody knows exactly who Nerd and Cheese is. So, <laughs> works great. Yeah. Um, anyway, and, and guys, by the way, they do uh, eight o'clock Pacific time on Saturdays if you want to join them live. Yep. Um, and inter- and they do a great job interacting with the chat. So, if you want to steer the conversation, like we don't, we don't want you guys getting involved. But <laughs> the SDS guys, they're cool. With it, so. We try, we try. It's part of the. It's, I mean, it, it's it's whatever you like, but for, to me, it's part of the part of the fun, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I I get it, and I, I'm I'm sorry I don't make more of them i'd like to make more of them myself but again only so much time in a day dude it's it's all good don't take it personal man you guys do oh, great stuff I, i'm gonna say it here so it's on the record too forever and ever and ever but uh hopefully we all can meet up in person at a convention possibly in san diego sometime really soon that would be ah, san that diego. would be cool san diego well you're gonna I, I might have to get convinced we'll see what we can do with that but anyway yes it'd be nice to just it'd be nice to have like you know what we should do is we should all meet up in texas that would work kind too. Of, hey, kind of Dallas fan expos in June. Oh, kind <laughs> of centralized. I'm just, you know, it's I'm true. just saying. Good to see other people too that way. But anyway, yeah. something to think about. Regardless, though, yes. Uh, again, Dorksman at the underscore Dorksman on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. I will be playing, I think, Splatoon 2 on Tuesday night with Phil cool. and joining with Sully. So join us if you'd like to for watching. We always want people to join us and play. So come play if you have the game and are interested. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all the plugs we have right now. We don't have anything else going on. It's, uh, you know, post-pandemic. I don't want to say post-pandemic because I guess we're still in it. But end so of tail, hopefully the tail end of the pandemic. Hopefully. Let's put it like that. Yeah, yeah hopefully. In quotes. But anyway, uh, excellent. Well, uh, thank you as always, Larry. Thank you, everyone who's listening. Keep those Ask the Darksman questions coming. And I think that's all I got. So with that said, word, homies. Make them away, toys. <laughs> okay, bye. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.